Sweet Billy got picked on at school for things he couldn't change. He tried his best to play it cool, but in the seventh grade, you either fit right in or you don't fit. That's just the cold hard truth. I wish that I'd have been the friend that Billy never knew. I think it's time to come together. You and I can make a change. Maybe we can make a difference, make the world a better place. Look around and love somebody. We've been hateful long enough. Let the good Lord reunite us to this country that we love. Cause justice is the one thing you should always find You gotta saddle up your boys, you gotta draw a hard line When the gun smoke settles, we'll sing a victory tune And we'll all meet back at the local saloon And we'll raise up our glasses against evil forces Saying, whiskey for my men, beer for my horses Whiskey for my men, beer for my horses. Welcome back. Yeah. If you don't know why we did that there in the last segment and into the top of the second hour, Last segment of the first hour, top of the second hour. Go back and listen to that clip that we played from Black History Lost, Stolen, or Strayed. Deadwood Dick used to ride into the saloon. Two drinks, one for himself, one for his horse. And uh, there you go. Rest in peace, Toby Keith. Who would have thought that Toby would go before Willie? Who knew? It happens, though. This is life, and uh, despite the lies that were fed, you know, I remember Fred in Iowa <laughs> asking me, what happens when you die? I said, Fred, it is appointed unto men, the, the Bible says is appointed unto men once to die and then the judgment. There you go. We ain't coming back as flowers and butterflies and all that kind of nonsense. Anyway, welcome back to the top of the second hour of today's Road Warrior Radio broadcast this Thursday, February 8th, 2024. To kind of round out and finish the... um, On This Day entries... Now, we we played the excerpt or the clip from uh, Black History, Lost, Stolen, or Strayed, featuring Bill Cosby, obviously, in honor of Black History Month and the real history. You know, let's get to the bottom of some things and be honest. And uh, I had some remarks about that but I think that you know the story the twists of the narrative go much deeper than most of us realize it's it's not just linear surface level stuff I think it goes much deeper and so it behooves us to pay attention to those kinds of things I think I think it's helpful um, 
about born on this day in history? Few of those, a lot of old school bad guys born on this day that, you know, apparently some people think that we're supposed to remember John Ruskin. Uh, I mentioned William Tecumseh Sherman and Jules Verne in the first hour, but and Dmitry Mendeley for that matter. But Martin Buber was also born on this day in 1878. So Ruskin, Buber, and also Joseph Schumpeter, another old school bad guy, fun guy. A lot of uh, celebrity type people. Jack Lemmon was born on this day. Neil Cassidy, Alejandro Ray. Ted Koppel, Nick Nolte, Mary Steenburgen, John Grisham, Gary Coleman. Who'd you talk about, Willis? Uh, Seth Green. Born on this day. And um, Kimbo Slice. Born on this day, Bahamian-American mixed martial artist. You knew that. I didn't have to say that, right? Um, Busy day in history. Interesting, you know, again, who we're supposed to notice throughout history. John von Neumann, I don't think I mentioned him, uh, died on this day. And some other folks, um, William J. Donovan. Wild Bill Donovan, American head of the OSS, which became the CIA, died on the day in 1959. Uh, Ernst Kretschmer, the German psychiatrist, died on this day. You know, I don't do this very often. The reason that I mention some folks is... It's interesting to dive down the rabbit hole a little bit sometimes and see what you happen upon. Even Wikipedia, you know, is is um, interesting in terms of the things that you just sort of stumble over, I think. And... Um, I've noticed, speaking of Wikipedia and and things like Wikipedia, there are a growing, it seems to me, there's a growing number, maybe it's just just me, but um, there seem to be a growing number of red links on Wikipedia. And when you see a red link, that, to me, is a clear indication that something was there that no longer is. It's been disappeared. It's been... Un, unpersoned in Orwellian terms. It's, there's, there's a forced disappearance of some sort historically. But as the expression goes, the old will die and the young will forget. 
So, you know, just to sort of point to some of these things I think is helpful from time to time. Ernst Kretschmer also died on this day. Did I mention? I think I did. Yeah, I mentioned Ernst Kretschmer. Um, this is how your worldview is formed to to a certain extent. You know, the, the folks that we're supposed to notice, the things we're supposed to notice and regard uh, favorably or poorly, whichever the case. So, anyway, enough about that for now. On this day, moving right along, I think maybe it's time to get back to this other stuff. Maybe we should play the just the last little bit of Cosby from uh, Black History Lost, Stolen, or Stray. we get about two and a half minutes left of that. Can we do that real quick, please? Slavery. That's the place everybody likes to start Negro history. You have ignorant black men being brought over from Africa in chains. Terrible thing, slavery. But this way slavery is taught, it sort of takes the sting out of it. Because the way it's usually taught, people think that we Afro-Americans started with nothing but little grass skirts like the kids in the Tarzan movies. And though America gave us slavery, America kindly gave us religion and a lick or two of education. And when we get more jobs and more education, then up from slavery. But uh, we had something before we left Africa, something more than rhythm. I mean, we had a high culture. Culture was so high that uh, great artists in the world are still borrowing from it. Now, here's a sculpture by an unknown African artist. And here's what Paul Clay took from him. Now, here's a work by an unknown black African. And Pablo Picasso liked what he saw. Another African design, and Modigliani swiped it. Or he was influenced by it, or whatever polite word you want to use. Another black African artist, and Picasso didn't change it very much. I mean, when you look at this copying, you got to give us a little more than rhythm. you got to give us style. Now, if you tell the history of slavery right, you got a big problem on your hands. The slave trader didn't take some savage out of Africa. He took a human being. He sold him like an animal and separated him from his family. America invented the cruelest slavery in the history of the world. It broke up black families. After slavery was over, America kept breaking up the black man's family. And that's some awful history to teach. Now, if you want to look history right straight in the eye, you're going to get a black eye. Because it isn't important whether a few black heroes got lost or stolen or strayed in America's history textbooks. What's important is why they got left out. Now, this country has got a psychological history. Yeah. What's important is why they got left out. Couple more things before we move on on this. Happy Black History Month. Uh, in episode 
879, cutting through the matrix back on July 20th, 2011, Alan Watt talked about Tony Martin. The caller, Carlton, called in. And Alan Watt said, you have to go into black history. There's a professor in the U.S. who went through, especially in the U.S. history, that he didn't know himself. Uh, till the odd question was asked one day, and he starts diving into it. Next thing you know, whoa, here's this, you know, whole other side of the Atlantic slave trade he didn't know about. And so he starts teaching it, and then he c- comes under fire, starts, you know, getting watched and you can't say these things. And so, you know, one of the things that he uncovered was the Jewish involvement, uh, the large Jewish involvement in the Atlantic slave trade. And uh, he was hearing, you know, you can't, you can't talk about this stuff. And the irony, perhaps the greatest irony was that he was teaching from uh, books written by Jewish authors. So, these things, you know, that we don't typically hear about and learn about. Uh, the other thing, speaking of slavery, is that the my contention has been for nigh on two decades that the 14th Amendment ex- expanded, effectively expanded the, the plantation. What do you mean? We don't live on plantations. Well, maybe not literally, physically, but Walter E. Williams would probably have us thinking differently than we are conned into believing. Can we play Walter Williams, please? About uh, many, many issues, my initial premise that I make is that I own Walter Williams. I am the property of Walter Williams. You are the property of, uh, of Brian Lamb. And so what that means, when, when you start off with the idea of self-ownership, well, then there are certain things that are clearly immoral. And the reason why they're immoral, because they violate private property. That is, the reason why murder is immoral is because it violates private property. Uh, Rape is immoral. It violates private property. Theft is immoral. It violates private property. And many Americans can go along with this, but I say something else violates private property that many Americans would not agree with me. That is, I think that the forcible use of one person to serve the purposes of another, uh, it violates private property. Because keep in mind, a working definition of slavery is, in fact, the forcible use of one person to serve the purpose of another. We played that yesterday. We probably should play it every day during so-called Black History Month. Why do you say so-called? Because we're not, you know, it's it's a way to uh, further foment controversy and stoke the embers of you know ire of one group of folks toward another and play people off against each other, balkanization, clash of civilizations, all that kind of stuff, you know, and really. History should inform our discretion and help us learn better and do better, but that's not what's happening. Anyway, leastwise, not when you go out and get the the mainstream, watered-down, agitprop stuff. So, speaking of media influence, and this reminds me of, um, this is sort of a continuation from... Chris and Virginia's call. 
back on Tuesday. And, um, you know, media and folks who are around and, you know, he said, what do you think? Steve Bannon was mentioned, for example. And I always say it's interesting that Steve Bannon is still around and Andrew Breitbart is not. So what is Steve Bannon doing that is useful to curbing malfeasance? Or is he just stoking the embers? So media influence. Again, continuing from where I left off yesterday and Cynthia Chung's article from 2022, a 70-year war on propaganda built by the CIA. I mentioned this, I read from it in the second hour of yesterday's broadcast. So continuing where I left off, she mentions an article in in uh, she includes another article and she with the with the note parenthetical note this article was published March 14 2020 the countering foreign propaganda and disinformation act is a bipartisan bill that was passed into law in December 2016 it was initially called counter uh, countering information warfare act it was included together with the National Defense Authorization Act, NDAA. This bill was brought into effect just weeks before Trump was to enter office. Hmm. Foreshadowing much? Soon after, 20, after the 2016 U.S. election, the Washington Post led the charge, asserting that it was due to Russian propaganda that the U.S. elections turned out the way it did. That is that Hillary had somehow inconceivably lost to Donald Trump and that the American people had been turned against her like a child caught in the middle of a messy divorce case. But there is no need here to set the record straight on Hillary when Hillary herself has done uh, sufficient damage to any illusion of credibility she once had. That ultimately, not even Hillary could hide the fact that her closet full of skeletons turned out to be the size of a catacomb. But we are told that citizens do not know what is best for oneself, that they cannot be trusted with sensitive information and in accordance act in a responsible manner, that is, to have a strong enough stomach to do what is best for their country. And we're headed into a break, so we'll park it there for a moment. Stick around. We'll be right back after this short break. We headed into a break. Yeah, we'll be right back. gonna wait till the cows come home to get your new ease off drop and lift what in the world is an ease off drop and lift 
Ease Off is a new tool to increase production for your meat processing company that will get that whole hog or half a beef on or off your rail with our remote control. That sounds great, but can I afford it? Sure, and the Ease Off installs fast. The effortless operation will reduce fatigue, speed up your line, and increase profits. Okay, I'm convinced. Where can I get my Ease Off? Go to easeoff.com. That's E-A-Z-E-O-F-F dot com. And hurry because we're offering free shipping for a limited time. Easeoff.com. We make pigs fly. Cows, too. Easeoff, LLC, 417-932-6419. Did you know the IRS publicly admits that income tax is collected by voluntary compliance. Get the information you need to help you avoid income tax with these five easy steps. All you have to do is go to avoidincometax.com to get your five easy steps on how to avoid the IRS income tax. Escape the IRS. Let avoidincometax.com help you. We guarantee our five easy steps or your money back. Go to avoidincometax.com. Attention, freedom-loving patriots. Are you ready to dive deep into the principles that founded our great nation? Join me, Peter Serafine, and the Institute on the Constitution as we light the way to a brighter future with the Liberty Lighthouse Classroom. At liberty-lighthouse.com slash classroom, you'll find a treasure trove of online courses on the U.S. Constitution, carefully crafted to empower you with knowledge to defend your rights and liberty, whether you're a student, a history enthusiast, or just a concerned citizen. These courses are for you. Gain a comprehensive understanding of our Constitution's principles, the wisdom of our founding fathers, and how to apply them in today's world. As a special offer to our freedom-loving listeners of Republic Broadcasting Network, use coupon code RBN at checkout and get 20% discount on any course. Join the Liberty Lighthouse Classroom and be a part of the movement to uphold the values that have made our nation exceptional. Unleash the power of knowledge and protect what truly matters, our Constitution. Visit liberty-lighthouse.com slash classroom today. Don't miss this incredible opportunity. Use code RBN for 20% off. Together, we'll be the beacon of freedom our founding generation envisioned. Liberty Lighthouse Classroom. Illuminating minds, empowering patriots. Welcome back. Uh, so, you know, speaking of the elections, the last couple of elections, this is the 2016 election, but published in March of 2020. Remember around the same time this article within an article was published, I mean, we had all the other shenanigans going on, Edward B. Foley's preparing for a disputed presidential election, an exercise in election risk assessment. So we had wargaming going on 
and telegraphing of things so that we would be like feckless little children in a choose-your-own-adventure sort of, you know, Encyclopedia Brown, choose-your-own-adventure sort of scenario. But it was your idea, you know, like Bernays would say, it would come to him as his own idea. And Bertrand Russell would say, you know, they will not be allowed to know how their opinions were or their convictions were generated. So there's Foley's preparing for a disputed presidential election and exercising election risk assessment and management. And uh, there was that hold the line nonsense, a guide to defending democracy. Each, each of us can play a role. Are we all just actors on a stage? Is all the world a stage? So hold the line nonsense. And there was the you know, that was part of that preventing a disrupted presidential election transition. The Transition Integrity Project. Who are these people? Who decided that they were, you know, like uh, you probably heard when you were growing up, you know, who died and made you king? Preventing a disrupted or, yeah, disrupted presidential election and... um the hold the line stuff, and there was the Mike Whitney article, September 15, 2020, titled Treason, borrowing from the disputed Cicero quote, the apparently spurious quote, a nation can survive its fools and even the ambitious, but it cannot survive treason from within. An enemy at the gates is less formidable, for he is known and carries his banner openly. But the traitor moves amongst those within the gate freely, his sly whispers rustling through all the alleys, heard in the very halls of government itself. The Transition Integrity Project is a shadowy group of government, military, media, elites, etc. So, you know, we have to have watchers watching the watchers, but the trouble is it seems that, you know, It's always white Luciferians fighting dark Luciferians or light Luciferians and dark Luciferians or white Luciferians and black Luciferians. You know, it's it's evil fighting evil. And like Jesus said, you know, uh, can Satan cast out Satan? Probably not going to happen. I feel like the devil heard that and went, oh, that's a good idea. You know, what if we could give the appearance of that? It's a great idea. So continuing from the article. Uh, we can't be trusted to do what's best for ourselves and the country. And therefore, fear not, subjects of the land, for the Global Engagement Center, GEC, is here to make those hard decisions for you. Don't know what to think about a complicated subject? GEC will tell you the right way. The National Defense Authorization Act, NDAA, would allow for the Secretary of State to collaborate with the Secretary of Defense and other federal agencies in the year 2017 to create the Global Engagement Center, the GEC. GEC's purpose in life is to fight propaganda from foreign governments and publicize the nature of the ongoing foreign propaganda and disinformation operations against the U.S. and other countries. I had intended to read from this article yesterday and Larry, you must have been reading my mind because before I even mentioned it, you sent me yesterday morning uh, the – which one is it? There are a couple. The 
the Intercept article from May 5th, the original Ken Klippenstein's May 5th uh, Intercept article, the government created a new disinformation office to oversee all the others, one office to rule them all. The new Foreign Malign Influence Center oversees efforts that span U.S. military, law enforcement, intelligence, and diplomatic agencies. I mean, there's nothing to be concerned about. It's not like, you know, Lord Acton was right, that power corrupts and absolute power corrupts absolutely. When you can know everything, total information awareness equals what, dear comrades? Full-spectrum dominance. That's right. So, uh... Peter McCullough wrote about this on May 9th, pointing to uh, Ken Klippenstein's article and also um, some other things, you know, like um, Robert Perry's article, The Victory of Perception Management. and so on and so on. Stick around. I'll be right back after this short break. You are tuned in to the Republic Broadcasting Network. Visit our website by going to republicbroadcasting.org. People often write to tell us what has happened for them since starting Extendivite. Allow me to read one. This product has been a godsend for my father, who suffered from a heart attack about two years ago. He was prescribed medications for his condition, which was so serious, he almost died. But he hasn't been able to afford most of the medications. After researching alternatives that were more affordable, he tried Extendivite. Since taking it, he has consistently lower blood pressure and experiences less angina. We are currently on our fifth bottle. I enthusiastically recommend this product, and I am grateful that it is available. To order, call 1-877-928-8822 or visit Extendivite.com. That's X-T-E-N-D-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Extend your life with Here's some interesting news. Due to all the recent claims about possible nuclear wars, viruses, solar flares, and civil unrest, people are scrambling to prepare and stockpile food. But the one thing out of reach for many is an underground bunker. Until now. Because you can now have a 3D printed underground bunker in just one day. An excavator digs a hole in your backyard, and 3dbunkers.com shows up in a small truck and sets up their 3D printer under a tent completely undetected. They can print as many rooms as you want, at a fraction of the cost compared to traditional metal bunkers. 3D Bunkers uses polymer concrete, which is five times stronger than regular cement. YouTube 3DBunkers.com and watch the video. The creators of 3D Bunkers is looking for a business partner that can help bring this technology to the world. And we need to protect our way of life without living in fear. Contact Brad at 3DBunkers.com for more details or visit 3DBunkers.com. Corporate media dominates the American opinion. 
Finding independent voices that counter this avalanche is becoming increasingly difficult. With the endless corruption running rampant throughout our government, independent voices are needed more than ever to battle the offensive against our freedoms and liberties. As a listener of RBN, no one understands this concept better than you. Now it's up to you to do your part. The time has come for you to take action and begin broadcasting the truth to hundreds or thousands of people every month. Sound impossible? Quite the contrary. With pointed slogans from LibertyStickers.com, you can reach countless sleeping Americans unaware that they live in a real-life wonderland. LibertyStickers.com has a huge inventory of political bumper stickers and messages that reflect the truth about our government, our politicians, and the future of America. With so many in stock, there's one perfect for you. Visit us today at LibertyStickers.com. Again, that's LibertyStickers.com. Do your part. Your voice is important. Let it be heard. Birds flying high You know how I feel Sun in the sky You know how I feel Breeze drifting on by You know how I feel It's a new dawn It's a new day, it's a new life for me And I'm feeling Fish in the sea, you know how I feel River running free, you know how I feel Blossom on a tree, you know how I feel It's a new dawn, it's a new day, it's a new life for me And I'm feeling good Welcome back Bottom of the second hour of today's Road Warrior Radio broadcast. I guess, you know, the point of saying that Larry sent me the email is uh, great minds stink alike, or, you know, as my grandpa used to say, fools seldom differ. Who knows? But I think great minds stink alike. So uh, let's see. From Wikipedia, briefly, the Global Engagement Center is an agency with the Bureau of Global Public Affairs. What is that? Ever heard of it? At the United States. Department of State, remember what uh, Norman Dodd, the director of research for the Reese Committee, said about the capture of the State Department? Established in 2016, its mission is to lead U.S. government efforts to, quote, recognize, understand, expose, and counter foreign state and non-state propaganda and disinformation efforts aimed at undermining or influencing the policy, security, or stability of the United States, its allies, and it, and partner nations, end quote, around the world. So, you know, Mika saying, that's our job here. Anyway, under the history... Uh, Executive Order 13584 of 2011 established the State Department's Center for Strategic Counterterrorism Communications, CSCC, to 
support agencies in government-wide public communications activities targeted against violent extremism and terrorist organizations, you know, like people who buy diapers and baby formula and think that we should follow our founding documents and crazy things. Oh, and people who buy Bibles and just, you know, crazed, crazed maniacs like that. Five years later, on March 14, 2016, Barack Obama signed Executive Order 13721. By the way, where is uh, – I keep flipping through the Constitution. I don't find executive orders in there. Anywhere. Uh, which renamed CSCC. You know, if you can't make the laws, eh, just write an executive order. Which renamed CSCC as the Global Engagement Center. I wonder what engagement means in this case, while retaining its counterterrorism mission. The National Defense Authorization Act for fiscal year 2017 expanded GEC's mission. That was that escalated quickly by giving it the authority to address other foreign propaganda and disinformation operations. If I didn't know better, I would think that there was some kind of agenda at work here. Following some members of Congress call for a stronger response to Russian propaganda, I wonder what uh, unsavory things, you know, what skeletons were dug up and, you know, presented to them as, you know, it would be a shame if this went public, wouldn't it? The National Defense Authorization Act for fiscal year 2019 further expanded GEC's scope of work including endowing it with a mandate as reflected in its current mission statement. In September 2022, the Office of the Director of National Intelligence, ODNI, activated the Foreign Malign Influence Center, FMIC. In May 2023, Director of National Intelligence, Avril Haines, you know, Event 201, Avril Haines, testified before the Senate Armed Armed Services Committee that the FMIC would support GEC and other entities within the U.S. government in, quote, helping them to understand what are the plans and intentions of the key actors in this space, China, Russia, Iran, etc. So we always have to have a boogeyman, and you want me on that wall, you need me on that wall. That kind of nonsense. Why are why are they a threat? Because I told you so. That's why. Which is why you need me on that wall. Job security. If it weren't for me, you wouldn't know. Well, they don't seem to be a threat. Cue strategy of tension episode. Go. <laughs> Red team, go. Anyway, back to Cynthia Chung's article. The article within the article, actually. So continuing, let us take let us all take a moment to thank the GEC for such a massive task in the cause for justice all around the world. Martin Luther King said it best, you know. Something something about the policemen of the whole world. The GEC had a very slow start in its first year, however, uh, it has been gaining momentum in the last year under Secretary of State Mike Pompeo. Again, this is published back in twenty twenty. Um, who seems especially excited over the, the hiring of Leah Gabriel as special envoy and coordinator of GEC. 
Mike Pompeo was the CIA director from 2017 to 2018. On April 15, 2019, Pompeo participated in a discussion at the Texas A&M University when he, volunteer, when he voluntarily offered the admission that the though West Point cadets, the West Point cadets' motto is "You will not lie, cheat, or steal, or tolerate those who do." His training under the CIA was the very opposite, stating, "How's the CIA director? We we lied, we cheated, we stole, we we had entire training courses." Everybody laughs, of course. Reminds you of the glory of the American experiment, which we unpacked a little bit and i still wonder what exactly he means by that but i i suspect it's what we're sort of talking about uh this year as far as our american founding unfortunately if you go back to the enlightenment era and you dig into the language it means things entirely other than what we were fed what we've been fed and you need to go um i'm getting ahead a little bit but you know Again, Stephen Nadler has written pretty extensively on guys like Spinoza, and so go read what Stephen Stephen Nadler wrote about Spinoza, Jefferson, and the separation of church and state, for instance. And while I'm at it, I've mentioned this piece, the Fred Edwards piece, you can find over at AmericanHumanist.org. What is humanism? American Humanist Association. Aha! Which uh, piece, you know, and this is, uh, it says this is a text of a talk. This is the text of a talk that has been presented by various audience or to various audiences over the years. I wonder if this is one of those automatic writing things. Anyway, so in this, in this piece, it says um, humanism's historic advocacy. Let me read the whole little paragraph here because both religious and secular humanism are identified so closely with cultural humanism unesco julian huxley poster child they readily embrace modern science democratic principles human rights and free inquiry does that sound patently american to you Hmm. interesting humanism's rejection of the notions of sin and guilt especially in relation to sexual ethics Hmm. wait a minute Humanism's rejection of the notions of sin and guilt. The Bible says that all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. There is none righteous, no, not one. Versus living your best life now. Humanism's rejection of the notions of sin and guilt, how convenient, especially in relation to sexual ethics, which should kind of hint toward Sodom and Gomorrah, what's happening in, in America these days. Puts it in harmony with contemporary sexology. Sexology, really? And sex education, really? As well as aspects of humanistic psychology. And humanism's historic advocacy of the secular state make it another voice in its defense of the church-state separation. So again, see Spinoza and his influence on Locke and Jefferson et al., In terms of the the separation of church and state discussion, it wasn't really so much separation of church and state. It was let's get all this other influence out, biblical stuff in particular, and let's make sure that this humanist influence, the laws of nature and nature's God, is the undergirding 
of the great American experiment. And before you get excited and say, you know, well, humanism's historic advocacy of the secular state, I mean, that's a new development on the historical landscape, isn't it? Nope. No, again, go back to the Renaissance, coming forward into the age of reason and enlightenment. It was all very illuminized. It was all very satanic. And that's, I'll get to that. Don't worry. We'll get to that. Anyway, back to Cynthia Chung's piece. Not today we won't, but we'll get to it. It takes time to unpack this stuff, unfortunately. So, uh, Pompeo's statement, this is apparently the man for the job of dealing with matters of truth and justice. Truth and justice are both in quotes, air quotes. Leah Gabriel was approved for her position by Mike Pompeo. What are her qualifications? Again, air quotes. Well, Gabriel was also... Uh, is also CIA trained, and while assigned to the Defense Intelligence Agency, DIA, she, quote, directed and conducted global clandestine strategic intelligence collection operations. Total information awareness equals full-spectrum dominance. Gabriel also deployed in tactical anti-terrorist operations in hostile environments, probably like churches and mosques and synagogues. After 12 years of active duty service, Leah Gabriel became a television news journalist, because that's what you do, who worked at NBC and Fox News. Noticing a pattern? The CIA really does not have the best track record for, the role, for their role in managing foreign wars and counterinsurgency activities. In fact, they have been caught rather red-handed in fueling such... Uh, crisis situations. What what is the saying? Who said it? The uh, you know the uh, Maki Muck families send their kids to Yale, I think, and they end up at the CIA because you know the families don't want to put them in the hedge fund management or something like that. Who said that? I forget. Anyway, and these are the. People who are deciding what information is fit for the American public and Western public in general and what is not fit for their ears. And by the way, I would just sort of parenthetically add, you do recall, of course, the stovepiping operations that we know about that are public knowledge. You know, um, the Office of Special Plans for Iraq, weapons of mass destruction, stovepiping. The Office of Special Plans, the Iranian Directorate, created for the same purpose. Those those things you can find on Wikipedia. On March 5, 2020, Leah Gabriel testified on the role of GEC in countering state-sponsored and non-state propaganda and disinformation. Gabriel states, We have the full support of, the, of Secretary Pompeo, who is committed to deploying a broad suite of tools to stop America's adversaries from using disinformation, malign propaganda, which sounds patently Orwellian in nature. Malinformation? Anyway, I guess we're headed into a break, right? Are we doing the break? Oh, no, we're not at the break yet. I'm sorry. My apologies. I... 
mis misread the clock. Anyway, malign propaganda, malinformation, Orwellian, and other tools to undermine free societies. Seriously, who uses this information? Malign propaganda. It's kind of like climate science. Sounds important. She goes on she goes on to acknowledge that the hearing is focused on countering Russian government and CCP disinformation and propaganda. If it's so important, oh my gosh, you know, the CCP is coming to get us. Then why is Walmart filled with their stuff? Stuff that is produced over it. Why are we why are we underwriting the the economic engine? To fuel our own destruction, if we're really concerned, ask yourself, why are we cooperating and doing war games with these groups? Because you got to keep your enemies closer. Okay, I don't, I'm not buying it, but uh, whatever. She then goes on to outline her criticisms of both governments with no factual Uh, of both governments with no factual detail or evidence, but rather generalized accusations and criticisms, obviously pulling from her experience as a news journalist for NBC. Following this, Gabriel proceeds to outline her rules of engagement, quote-unquote, encountering this offensive with what seems to be the beginnings of McCarthyism 2.0, amounting to a threat to anyone who dares not take a hard stance against Russia and China, that such a person will be considered complicit in essentially committing treason. Well, I won't commit treason. I don't shop at Walmart anymore. How about you? And Target. And, 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 and. It's ridiculous. There's a little bit more. We'll finish that when we come back from the break. But, you know, what would happen if we were a nation of folks who had our heads screwed on halfway straight, steadfast, resolute, immovable, not, you know, easily shaken by the incessant fear porn. I wonder what that would look like. Who knows? Maybe it's happening. I reckon it could. There are some interesting things, you know, interesting stuff floating around these days. Now we're headed into a break. Stick around. We'll be right back. Final segment coming up. Tahibo Tea Club's original pure pouty arco super tea comes from the only tree in the world that fungus does not grow on. As a result, it naturally has antifungal, anti-infection, antiviral, antibacterial, anti-inflammation, and anti-parasite properties. So the tea is great for healthy people because it helps build the immune system and it can truly be miraculous for someone fighting a potentially life-threatening disease due to an infection, diabetes, or cancer. The tea is also organic and naturally caffeine-free. A one-pound package of tea is $49.95, which includes shipping. To order, please visit drinksupertea.com. The first word is drink, spelled D-R-I-N-K, then the word super, then the word tea. The complete website is drinksupertea.com. Or call us at 818-965-9113, Monday through Saturday, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. California time. 
That's 818-965-9113. DrinkSuperTea.com. Homeowners, if your lender has gone out of business or sold your transaction to another lender or servicer, you may be the victim of a wrongful foreclosure resulting in the loss of your home. If you've already lost your home, are in foreclosure, or even in good standing, you can challenge the mortgage transaction's illegal issue and your property can be restored to you, and your foreclosure can be stopped or reversed and the mortgage transaction declared unenforceable. State laws, U.S. title codes, the Uniform Commercial Codes, and U.S. Supreme Court rulings have upheld that defective mortgage documentations can reverse or stop foreclosures and enforce property title claims in favor of the homeowner. We are having successes in stopping the process of foreclosure, the enforcement of the foreclosure judgments, the sale of property, and evictions after the sale. We are not attorneys, and we don't give legal advice. We are a professional team of legal researchers, providing forensic mortgage audits and expert witnesses. We have the knowledge to produce the evidence and enforce laws regarding your legal issues. We've been in business for 12 years without a complaint. Consultations are free, and we provide a free title search to confirm if your mortgage has legal defects. Email tom at republicbroadcasting.org. T-O-M at republicbroadcasting.org. Health Simple with Cholera Shilajit. Fact bit number three. Shilajit is the supreme yoga vaha. Within Ayurveda, Shilajit is a singular substance that towers above all other herbs, herbal minerals, and earth-made adaptogens. Yoga vaha refers to substances that have the ability to synergistically make better and carry other substances to its prescribed destination. In the case of shilaji, most any herb, food, or mineral is amplified with ionic potential, superimposing superior efficacy with increased cellular energy and absorption rate. One of the best applications for shilaji is to add a drop or two into your favorite herbal tincture or foodstuff. Simply put, shilaji makes other substances more effective. Shilaji, legit shilaji, such as Colorado shilaji, is the king and the supreme yoga vaha. It is the tonic that indeed towers above any other earth mixed substance. Look for the gold mountain and medical symbol logo in banners on republicbroadcasting.org. Use code GORBN when ordering. That's G-O-R-B-N. segment of today's road warrior radio broadcast finishing cynthia chung's article quickly gabriel uh leah gabriel uh, concludes in uh, her testimony both the russian government and the ccp view censorship media manipulation and propaganda as appropriate tools to control public opinion Mm, projection much bernays would be proud so would walter Lippmann. Both exploit open democratic societies to further their own ends while tightening controls around their own countries. Again, this sounds like projection textbook. Don't worry. 
Cynthia Chung writes, the CIA will eventually admit that they are elbow deep in all of the above. It just won't be released until 30 years from now. In the meantime, I wouldn't believe everything you read in the newspaper to stoke the fires for another war. Cynthia Chung is the president of the Rising Tide Foundation and a writer at Strategic Culture Foundation. And uh, her Substack page is titled Through a Glass Darkly, which I presume is a reference to 1 Corinthians 13, 12. For now we see through a glass darkly, but then face to face. Now I know in part, but then shall I know even as I am known. And uh, to conclude, of course, 1 Corinthians 13 is the great love chapter. So it concludes, the chapter concludes, and now abideth faith, hope, charity, these three the greatest of these is charity. And it's interesting to note that um, I mentioned yesterday that, um, what's his name? Oh, gosh. Thomas More had a dispute with Tyndale over the use of, you know, this translation of charity. Anyway. That's a different discussion, but um, to military budgets, a couple of things real quick. Military budgets. Uh, you can go to the page on Wikipedia, list of countries with the highest military expenditures. United States, $877 billion. China and Russia amount to $378.4 billion total that we know of. How do we know that, by the way, if military, you know... Secrecy is uh, paramount to, you know, strategic advantage. Anyway, that's 43% and change of United States outlay. The total of all of the other 39 countries, I don't think, uh, adds up to the United States defense budget, so-called defense. That should tell you something. So don't believe everything you read, like Cynthia Chung said, or that you see on the... Better yet, turn that stuff off and focus on something more productive. I hope it was informative, perhaps even edifying. As always, it truly is an honor and a pleasure. Take care. God bless. We'll catch you on the other side. What would you say if I told you we have a new tool that will increase production and lower maintenance costs for your meat processing company, and it would pay for itself in just six weeks? When pigs fly! The new Ease-Off Model EZ4 replaces old spring-style carcass droppers and is faster, safer, and more reliable. The Ease-Off lowers or lifts 1,000 pounds to or from your rail automatically using our remote control. Sounds expensive. Can I afford it? Can you afford not to try the Ease-Off? It installs fast with just three bolts in place of your current dropper. The effortless operation will reduce fatigue and injuries, speed up your line, eliminate downtime, and increase profit. How can I order my EaseOff? Go to EaseOff.com, E-A-Z-E-O-F-F.com, and hurry, because we are offering $200 off on the new Easy 4 for a limited time. EaseOff.com. We make pigs fly. Cows, too. EaseOff, LLC. Summersville, Missouri. 417-932-6419. You can't!
can't handle the truth. You're listening to Republic Broadcasting Network. Visit republicbroadcasting.org today because you can handle the truth.